This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cars. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Like many businesses in this country, the gambling industry has been hit extremely hard by the pandemic. And that's equally true for my home state of New Jersey. However, there is light at the end of the tunnel with many casinos increasing their capacity limits just in time for summer. We're going to find out what Atlantic City and the gambling business in New Jersey have been through and where they're headed because I'm going to be talking with the chairman of the New Jersey Casino Control Commission, James Plosis. Chairman Plosis is going to fill us in on what we can expect from Atlantic City and New Jersey's gambling industry in the coming months. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industry. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? Call now and find out. Call 800-683-7377. 800-683-7377. 800-683-7377. 
Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. We are flying over a well-known eastern city that is remarkable, a city whose principal business is the entertainment of millions. Atlantic City, often called the vacation capital of the nation. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This has been one of the most challenging times for the gambling industry around the country, and my home state of New Jersey is no exception. But we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel with casinos starting to return to normal. And to give us an update on what's going on in the Garden State, we have the chairman of the Casino Control Commission, James Plosis, joining us. Chairman Plosis, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, the gaming industry is so very important to New Jersey, and at the heart of the industry is the Casino Control Commission. For those listening who aren't familiar with the Casino Control Commission, what is its role for the state of New Jersey? That's a great question, Dave. Um, We're the regulatory body for the um, gaming industry in New Jersey. We've been in existence for 42 years. Um, I'm proud to say, literally, we are the gold standard for regulatory agencies not only in this country but around the world we've assisted uh, many states on setting up their regulatory system as well as many foreign countries recently we've had japan in um, we've had aruba in in the past so um, i'm proud of the legacy that we've had um, that we you know we've guaranteed the integrity of gaming not only for the patrons but also for the industry in general you know the employees the vendors as well as the owners of the casinos um, so we have a very, I'm the eighth chairman of the commission. We've had some um, real legends in the gaming industry. Steve Persky, um, who was a state senator who saw the um, legalization of um, gambling in New Jersey and then went on to be the chairman here for 10 years and then ultimately be a superior court judge. But um, he's one of the trailblazers in the industry as well. You know, as I said, we've been going through some tough times. And as a resident of New Jersey and a gaming attorney, I've been trying to put this pandemic into some kind of historical perspective. I know Atlantic City has had its ups and downs over the years, but has this pandemic been the most critical crisis the Atlantic City casinos and the gaming industry in general in New Jersey have ever faced? No question about it. This um, Last March, um, things were humming. I mean, um, the the 
the or two excuse me two marches ago, not this yeah. past one, the one before. Um, things were really humming in Atlantic City. Um, a lot of activity. A lot. We we've had some new owners enter the marketplace, and um, in, it was getting very hard to hire people. Um, um, we were hiring a lot of ex-offenders for some peripheral jobs in the industry, and things were just humming. And then, of course, when COVID nineteen hit. It was like hitting a brick wall. We really, you know, as you know, the casinos were closed as well as everything else sure, in, sure. in the city. And that I think there's no doubt about it. It was the most traumatic event that we've seen in the um, 42 years of gaming in New Jersey. You know, we look at the terrible, cold, hard numbers and the effect of the pandemic, the revenue figures, the terrible loss of jobs. But do you think it's going to take a couple of years to really fully analyze what effect the pandemic has had on the gaming industry? I think it will. Um, you know, we we track you know everything um, from hotel stays to you know different trends. How many people are coming by bus? How many people are coming by car, by plane? So we we track a variety of things. Of course, needless to say, all of them you know dropped off. You know, sixty, seventy, eighty percent, um, as well as revenue dropped off dramatically. So we're it's going to take us a little while to, to, to gather all those that all that data and crunch it down to see the, the long-lasting impact of this um, pandemic. How did the Casino Control Commission work with the casinos during this period? I mean, certainly safety was a priority for the casinos. There were mask ma- mandates. There were social distancing guidelines. Uh, there was cleaning procedures you had to do. How did the Casino Control Commission work with the casinos with regard to these new protocols that they had to adhere to? Well, we, we had weekly meetings um, Myself and um, Director Reebok from the Division of Gaming Enforcement, and we would we would speak with the um, head of the Casino Association, Mr. Steve Callender from Caesar's Properties, um, as well as the local officials in the city, as well as the local health officials. Um, the industry was very proactive. They hired Atlanta Care, um, which is our regional hospital, um, that, that, that come in and collaborate with them on what were best practices. Um, I would visit all the properties on a weekly basis. I've worked throughout this pandemic. So as soon as the properties were reopened um, at 25% capacity, I would visit them weekly. And um, I can attest to the cleanliness and the steps they, they've taken. I mean, um, they have plexiglass everywhere. Every third, every third slot machine is open. The other two for social distancing are not. Um, they have people cleaning constantly. When you leave the restroom, they have somebody cleaning the, you know, the sink area. So I'm proud to say I think no industry responded as dramatically and as effectively as the gaming industry. As I said earlier, New Jersey is starting to reopen. How do you see the reopening progressing? What can we expect to see from the Atlantic City casinos over the next couple of weeks and into the summer? Well, the governor, you know, um, we're at we were at twenty five percent capacity, and then in February we went up to thirty five percent capacity. Now, the good news is, as you know, the properties in Atlantic City are all very large buildings. Yeah. So, thirty five percent of the capacity, you know, in a very large building was not a challenge. Um, the challenge was the and still is the bars and restaurants. There are some restrictions there, and of course, you know, that adds to the. You know the um, entertainment factor. You know that you can you know enjoy um, some time in the bars. So um, the governor has been very um, cautious on his reopening. I think he's you know he's he's followed the science and um, you know he he's informed the industry constantly on what was going you know what what steps he was taking. 
And, um, you know, there's no question about it. We're heading in the right direction on letting up on more of these restrictions as the science um, tells, the, tells the governor as well as, my, as the commission. So I think um, people are ready to come back. I mean, we get yeah. calls constantly here at the commission um, saying, you know, how are the casinos? And I would tell them, you know, I would tell them firsthand that, you know, they're, they're clean. You know, their air circulation systems um, are, are second to none. Um, because, as you know, we have smoking in the casinos in Atlantic City, so their air circulation systems are always top of the line, and they've taken them up a notch during this pandemic to make them even more, you know, sanitizing and more filters, filtering of the air. So um, I think it's going to be a banner summer. I think people really want to get back, and um, they want to enjoy the summer here in Atlantic City. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Have an old beater that just won't quit? We've got you covered. Or maybe you hit the lottery and want to insure all your new cars? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions, and before you know it, we've We've got got you covered. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. Auto Insurance. You want it, you need it, and we've got it. Call Auto Insurance for less to find out how much you can save today. Better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the chairman of the New Jersey Casino Control Commission, James Plosis. What have the revenue numbers for the casinos in the state been like over the past couple of months? Have they been progressing in the right direction to show that the industry is becoming healthier and trending back to pre-pandemic levels? They are. Now, you know, there's no question, you know, when the casinos were closed for months, needless to say, you know, with the, the you know, the, um, the numbers tanked across the board. You know, we saw, you know, just to give you an idea... In total, in total gaming um, revenue, we saw a decrease of almost 20%. Um, what helped us was our internet gaming and sports game sports book have both been a real, um, you know, effective way to help us hold off some of the bigger, the bigger losses in the um, on the revenue side. Um, but like the casino parking fee was down almost 50%. 
The luxury tax was down 55%. Sales tax overall in Atlantic City was down 42.4%. So the numbers, you know, are coming back as we speak, but um, during the months we were closed, it really was a large impact. And as I say, if it wasn't for the Internet gaming and the sports book, we would have seen even more dramatic um, decreases. You know, one of the things we're seeing right now with regard to the casinos in Atlantic City is a reinvestment into a lot of the properties. I know Caesar stated that they're going to put in $400 million to three of their properties, and Hard Rock said they're reinvesting into their property as well. As consumers, what should we take from that? Is there a presumption that Atlantic City is expecting a period of profitability, which I hope is the case? There's no doubt about it. I mean, um, the investment we've seen, and as you know, Twin Rivers bought Bally's, they're investing, you know, tens of millions in the Bally's property to bring it back, bring it back to its, you know, former grandeur. So um, people are betting on Atlantic City, you know, with their money, you know, these um, properties. So um, just as a footnote, we are unique. Our, you know, our nine properties, all of them are magnificent structures, very large buildings with a variety of, of gaming opportunities as well as entertainment and dining that nobody really can replicate anywhere else on the East Coast. You know, another great thing we're seeing in Atlantic City is that the casinos are hiring people at incredible numbers. And I know that the uh, Casino Control Commission also sponsored a casino job fair for veterans, which was really great a couple of weeks ago. Tell us about this employment boom and what do you think we'll see for the coming months? you think it'll last throughout the summer and into the fall? I think it, uh, it, there's no doubt in my mind the the industry, um, we're, we're in constant contact with them. You know, they give us their, their monthly numbers of employment, full-time, part-time, and seasonal employment. Um, everybody, as we speak, there's 1,800 jobs available in the nine properties. So um, I can see that. I see that continuing. Um, the industry has been very great partners with us. You know, we, we've been pushing for them to make sure that they hire veterans. They've done that. Um, the last three-plus years that I've been the chairman. Um, we've also asked them to make sure that they, they, they look at people that were former um, offenders, that they need a second chance, and they've, they've stepped up in that area as well. So, I mean, they've been good corporate citizens, the industry, trying to, to rebuild Atlantic City as well as the region, um, and I, I see that continuing. As of right now, for people visiting Atlantic City, what can they expect? What are the capacity requirements for the casino, and when do you expect them to increase? Well, um, right now the capacity is 35%. As I said earlier, the buildings are so large, it, it's never been an issue. I mean, you know, um, when you know, like Ocean um, Resort, um, that building is a huge, I, I should know, I, I do know it, but I can't remember the square footage, but... It, they're monstrous buildings, all the properties, you know, Borgata, Caesars. Um, I can go down the list. Hard Rock is a very large building. So yeah. the capacity has not been an issue. I foresee in the next, probably by um, next month, the governor will increase the capacity even further. As I say, not that that has a lot of bearing. Um, I think he's once we start getting back big entertainment, I think um, that will really be a spark to get um, Atlantic City, you know, fully back to where we were pre-pandemic. As you mentioned, over the last year, one of the things that helped New Jersey's gambling industry is online gambling. I mean, during the pandemic, it really seemed to explode. What did it mean for New Jersey to have that gaming revenue from online gaming for the New Jersey gambling industry? Well, it, it, 
There's no question. It, 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 was, it, it helped the industry, and it also helped, of course, it helped our tax rate yep. here because internet, um, game, internet gambling, we tax it higher than we do brick and mortar. Um, so it, it's kept the casino revenue fund solvent. That's a fund that pays for um, senior citizen prescription and senior citizen transportation and some educational programs. So um, that, that fund you know, has still been very healthy due to the sports book as well as the Internet gaming. You know, one of the great things about this job is I get to speak with gambling officials around the country. And one knew I was from New Jersey and said, you know, it's great that New Jersey had that safety net of online gambling. I mean, do you agree with that notion that online gambling is a safety net for the gambling industry of a state? And do you think that will cause other states to legalize online gambling? I Again, I, I think... Um, as we saw with brick and mortar, the success of Atlantic City, you know, from the regulatory standpoint that we could keep, you know, the um, criminal element out of the gaming industry. Um, so we, we saw neighboring states literally across the country go into um, gaming. I think um, brick and mortar, I think we'll see it as well with the Internet. But the good part is that New Jersey, I think, you know, we have fine-tuned um, the Internet experience and i think people will stick with us and also with the sports book i think um we you know i think we've shown that the, the sports book is a first class operation as it is done out of new jersey so i think we'll have some loyal people there as well you know you predicted my next question and one of the things that's hitting the news nationwide is sports betting what has sports betting meant to the casinos in atlantic city and the gambling industry in new jersey well as you know you know the sports book, the handle is um, deceiving because there's a lot of money that's transacted, yeah. but um, the casinos aren't winning as much as people would think out of that. Um, I think the positive of sports book is that yeah, people want to be come to Atlantic City, bet on the sports book, and then they you know they hang around the establishment, watch the games, so they're eating and they're drinking and um, they're doing other activities as well. So I think it's a nice added attraction. Um, all the way around, and I think, again, you know, it, it enhances the Atlantic City experience. There's a lot to do in town, and I think that's just another component. You know, I talked to a lot of lawyers and politicians who were involved in the fight to get sports betting legal in the state, and they all wanted the state of New Jersey to benefit financially, of course, from sports betting. But they all said something very interesting. They wanted to stop losing money to places like Vegas. In looking at the revenue figures and the popularity of sports betting in New Jersey, do you think they've accomplished their goal? I think they've delivered. There's no question. You you know the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. You know our our handle is bigger than than Vegas, um, and I just see it con continuing to grow. Um, the Meadowlands has been very successful. Um, as you know, they they do more of a handle than the nine casinos here in Atlantic City. Um, we do have some regular. We we do approve their key licenses up there as well. So the regulatory and the standards are the same for the for the racetracks as it is for the brick and mortar. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. 
That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. Hey, this is J.Y. Shadow from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of May 17, 2021. Red Rock Resorts announced the sale of the Palms Casino to California's San Manuel Band of Mission Indians for a reported $650 million. San Manuel's purchase makes the tribe the second Native American-run gaming company to enter the Las Vegas market. The Palms Casino has been closed since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. PointsBet launched their first online casino in the United States. The iGaming platform went live in Michigan, making PointsBet the 13th online gaming operator in the state. The sportsbook operator announced plans to launch a second online casino in New Jersey this coming June. And finally, with people starting to travel again, here's a place you may want to check out. The Baja Mar Resort and Casino in the Bahamas announced the upcoming opening of its $200 million water park. The resort reported that its water park will also include an outdoor casino called the Gaming Pavilion. So when you're done trying the resort's 24 water slides, you can kick back and win some money. Sounds like fun. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Great moments in history. In 481 BC, the defeat of the Spartans at the Battle of Thermopylae. As long as Xerxes doesn't find the secret path to the hot gates, where is it, boy? Xerxes has found the secret door path to the hot gates. Ah, shit! On June 3rd, 2008, House of Cards Radio begins podcasting. Go to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the podcast button for all recent show downloads. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the chairman of the New Jersey Casino Control Commission, James Plosis. You know, before the pandemic, I was in Atlantic City for every major sporting event, and the crowds did seem larger. And now every Atlantic City casino has a sports book. Has sports betting become crucial for the success of a casino from here on in? I I, I, I think it's 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 important, but I don't I don't think um, you know I, as you said, all nine have sports book. But I think you know you could survive without a sports book. But um, you know, as I say, I think it's a nice added attraction. It brings in a um, you know a, the sports enthusiast, and as I say, it spills over. They're in the bars, they're in the restaurants, and then they end up a lot of them on the gaming floor as well. You know, when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s in New Jersey, Atlantic City was literally the only game in town, but times changed. Pennsylvania has casinos, Maryland, Delaware, New York all have casinos, and New York is very close to having mobile sports betting. I spoke with Senator Joseph Adabo a couple months ago, and he said they were tired of losing money to New Jersey, so we're going full bore with uh, mobile sports betting in New York. With all our bordering states having casinos and sports betting, what are the challenges that New Jersey casinos and the gambling industry face in the coming months and year? How will the gambling industry adapt to all this competition? Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, you got to add Virginia. The, yeah, uh, the yeah. authorities in Virginia have been in contact with us for the last two years, again, you know, trying to, to get best practices, and um, we, you know, we've been we've been cooperating with Virginia. So you're 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 absolutely correct. Um, gaming is just, you know, literally everywhere in the United States and also every, it's, it's popping up everywhere around the world. As I said earlier, Japan has been in, um, on two different occasions, officials from Japan to get, um, best practice as well. I think the uniqueness of Atlantic City is, of course, the boardwalk and the beach. I mean, mm-hmm. second to none, the boardwalk is a, is a worldwide attraction and also the nine properties. You know, if you go to other casinos in Pennsylvania or, you know, um, even Delaware or Maryland, you don't have the, the, these nine magnificent buildings all in very close proximity. So if you're losing at one and you want to change your um, <laughs> the environment to see if you can win in another one, you can bounce around here. You know, so that I think that's the advantage we have. And um, we're well aware we got to make sure that when people come here, they enjoy the experience and they come back and tell their friends. As we sit here in May, what can we expect in Atlantic City as the summer progresses and more and more crowds go to the Jersey Shore? Well, I, again, you know, I, I can guarantee them that um, all the safety precautions that are that are out there were instituted here. You know, there's plexiglass everywhere in the facilities. They're cleaning the facility constantly. As I said earlier, the air circulation system um, have been upgraded. Um, as I say, Governor Murphy has done a great job on the due diligence of making sure that everything that we could put in place is in place, and it is. So when people come here, one, they can feel safe and secure, and also we're open for business. Um, my office is overlooking the the um, boardwalk as we speak. There's literally hundreds of people on the boardwalk, 
So um, I, I think when they come back, they'll have a, a good experience all the way around and that Atlantic City is open for business. Chairman Pelosi, we're running out of time, but does the Casino Control Commission have a website where people can go to and check out what's going on in New Jersey with regard to the yes, casinos yes. and the gambling industry? Yes, if you go to um, ccc.state.nj.us, um, we have a variety of things on there um, telling you about what's going on in Atlantic City as well as the region. That's one thing. When I came in as chairman, I, I wanted to institute that we started uh, marketing not only Atlantic City but the region because there's some great things to do in Cape May County. And, um, you know, we want to get visitors to cross-pollinate, come to Cape May County, Ocean County, as well as Atlantic County. So um, if you go on our website, we have a variety of things there as well as our regulatory standards. Um, if anybody has any questions or concerns about gaming, it's on there as well. Chairman James Plosis from the New Jersey Casino Control Commission, thanks so much for giving us an update on Atlantic City and the gambling industry in New Jersey. Great things are happening in Atlantic City. I'm glad you came on to tell us all about it. Thanks a lot, Chairman. Thank you. My pleasure, David. Thank you. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. You're listening to House of Cards. The answer is probably uh, we're finished. What, we're what, given, what are the odds? One in a hundred? What, what? I, I don't do odds. We would... I gave very Rent detailed... Rent casinos, sir. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. You know, sports betting has become popular in the U.S., and people want to know what's going on in the sports books across this country. So back by popular demand, executive producer Doug Weishaddle is back with the book report to tell us what's going on in the sports books across the country. Doug, what do you got? This week's book report is really more heavy on legislation and deals than it is sports betting numbers in terms of handle and revenue, as well as launches. So before we get into all the deals, all the legislation, let's hit some of the numbers. Okay. We got two states going in opposite directions. Okay. How about that? Um, Iowa and Oregon. Oregon, they had an April handle of $25.32 million. That's an increase of almost 100% from the month before. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a huge jump. In April, what's going on in April in Oregon? I mean, there I guess basketball and baseball heats up in Oregon, and uh, I'm trying to, th- you know, when you, when you do these states, I'm trying to figure out any local things happening there that really boosts their sports betting numbers. Well, even their numbers, uh, their revenue was up to two point seven three million. Uh, that was only up five percent, <laughs> nothing compared to almost hundred percent for mm-hmm. handle. But uh, top sports, and this goes to what uh, you had just mentioned. This is by handle, basketball with thirteen point six million, baseball with four and a quarter million. Soccer, $2.61 million. Hmm, okay. Revenue, basketball led as well. Um, and, of course, it's April, so it's all, all pro basketball. Exactly. So, yeah. Number of bets totaled is 760000 The average wager for the state was $33.31. I love it when a state puts out that stat. You know, the what's the average <laughs> bet a person makes? Well, Not table, a lot of states do that, right? Well, Just a few of them do. Since we're dealing with Oregon, all this right. is one of two states where you have to mention one specific sport. Oh, is that my favorite sport? my mind still. One of my favorite sports, huh? Table tennis. Table tennis. All right. That in uh, Colorado, right? They're big in table tennis. Yes, yes. Table tennis was sixth in terms of handle this month, this all past right. month, I should say. 729000 just under 730000 It was fourth in revenue, $65,600. And had a hold of almost 9%. Have we checked on, like, Nevada and New Jersey how table tennis is doing in those two states? And Pennsylvania, too, is up there with one of the top uh, gaming markets. How is table tennis doing in the 
top echelon of well, gaming markets. The one thing, other other than some of these other states like Oregon and Colorado, table tennis sometimes falls into that other category. So that's lumped in with a lot of MMA, a lot of... The, uh, the one thing I'm thinking of, table tennis, it's it, kind of the same thing as soccer. Soccer is a much, much more popular sport. But table tennis usually comes from overseas. And people who want to bet in the morning, maybe they jump on the table tennis action because, you know, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, there's really not a whole lot of sports to bet on. So you have your morning coffee and your morning yeah, wager. You got, well, hey, yeah. someone like the, someone's like the action in the early yeah. morning. Well, well, just so you know, and I, I just saw this in one of... Uh, it's a couple of different reports. There is a table tennis league that just did a new media deal overseas. Wow. Okay. So you may start more seeing some hey. more betting. All right. But let's go over to Iowa. This is going the opposite direction than Oregon. Okay. They had an April handle of $118 million, the largest single month-to-month drop in terms of money. The handle was 26% lower than March's handle. Now, well, March also was a record. Well, so. March had, you know... The gambling event of the year, and that's March Madness. So, uh, you know, I, I think once we get closer to football season, I think you're going to see those numbers in Iowa switch direction. I think all the books are going to go up. Oh, uh, football yeah, comes course, around but, again. You know. and, and also, you know what I notice is a big betting uh, event are the NBA playoffs. That's a lot of betting. Oh, sure. sure so sure. Uh, that's coming around oh, yeah. the bend here. So, so, yeah, you might you might see something there. But it was and also, hockey's coming up, too. Hockey playoffs yep. and things like that. Nothing like hockey playoffs. And baseball's just getting started. Sure, sure. So sure. you got a long way to go for them. But uh, this was the lowest handle since December of 2020. $104.8 million was that low point in December. Uh, let's see. Revenue of just over $7 million dropped 42% from March. Okay. Again, that was an all-time record there too for revenue, thirteen point five million in March. In March, about. yeah, for yeah. for wow. revenue, hold of six and a half percent, almost two points lower than the previous month, eight point three percent. Okay. So again, sportsbooks gave a lot back. Yeah. Uh, or or you could say the betters did better. Yeah. In yeah, April, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what really affected all of this, but again, I think it's a matter of. I think you're right. College basketball, that betting was incredible. As a matter of fact, play USA Network. Uh, reported that the national handle for March Madness is going to be about $1.56 billion this year. <laughs> you mean the next March Madness coming no, up? No, this March Madness. This March Madness, okay. Brought in $1.56 oh, okay. billion. Okay, okay. Because if you look at the numbers... Well, you got to remember, I mean, we didn't have March Madness the year before because of the pandemic, so everyone was all pent up and they wanted to bet March Madness, and, you know, it's uh, absolutely incredible, though. Well, if you look at the numbers for March Madness, Nevada brought in $360 million in handle. That was the lead for all states. New Jersey brought in two hundred seventy-five million. Illinois brought in one hundred seventy-six point eight million. They reported that exact number, mm-hmm. and seven states brought in over a hundred million. Wow, that was great! So one point five six billion—that's actually pretty, uh, you know, pretty significant number that, there. That is the betting event of the year so far, other than the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Tennessee, uh, their entire sports betting market is passing the one billion dollar. Uh, handle mark. Wow! Congratulations, Tennessee. So they they've been averaging about 180 million uh, since November 1st through the end of March. The books had about 900 million dollars in handle on the record on the on the books. So if they average 180 million, you know April numbers are going to push it over anyway. Mm-hmm. They haven't reported their April numbers. And speaking of Tennessee, in terms of approved betting events, approved events for betting, I should say okay. that's how they phrase All it. Right. Now everyone's got MMA. Tennessee has MMA. Tennessee is the first state that, uh, I guess, legalized or approved betting on a local MMA promotion. 
Wow, great. Showcase MMA. Great. Hey, all right. They're, they're, a local, they're a local group out of Tennessee. They actually have their own little streaming channel. And the big backer of all this was Tennessee Action 24-7. Great. Which, by the way, is back up and running. Is local. <laughs> is and a, back is, up and running. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. I like Tennessee Action 24-7. They're up and running again, and they're local, and they're, they're from Tennessee, and they're run by people from Tennessee, which is great. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen. Welcome back to House Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. We are back with executive producer Doug Weishaddle to finish up the book report. Doug, what do we got left? Going over to the legislative side. Got a couple of different things here. I, I know we we're going to talk about Ohio, which threw out their first sports betting bill. Very interesting bill, by the way. Let's talk with New Jersey first. New Jersey had a uh, tourism, gaming, and arts commission uh hearing, meeting, whatever you want to call them, in the the assembly, New Jersey assembly. Yeah. They had a 
bill to or resolution to discuss. It was ACR 200, which amends the New Jersey state constitution to permit wagering through casinos and sports books and horse tracks to allow people to bet on any New Jersey collegiate a team. For people listening out there, New Jersey has a rule that we cannot place a bet on any local college or university in our state if you're in new jersey uh they also have a rule where you cannot place a bet on any activity or a A gaming activity activity. or collegiate activity that happens in the state yes so um you know that's a crazy rule i don't know it affects a lot of the march madness betting in new jersey sure absolutely atlantic city had a ncaa tournament in the convention center and no one can bet on it in new jersey because it was a a uh Collegiate activity happening in the state of New Jersey. So, uh, you know, you had this uh, basketball uh, tournament happening in Atlantic City with nine sports books <laughs> sitting around it, and you couldn't bet on it. Well, this bill or resolution uh, moved forward on a 7 to nothing vote. That's how serious these uh, the assemblymen are taking this. Absolutely. It, it should be gone. And as soon as this— It costs a lot of money. This is going to move forward. It still has to go through a couple more steps, but— if it makes it through the next couple of steps and gets onto the November ballot, uh, there's possibility. There's a possibility that New Jersey, New Jerseyans, mm-hmm. New Jersey natives, whatever you want, people in New Jersey, okay, will be able to bet on New Jersey collegiate athletics as well as new, uh, uh, collegiate tournaments in the state by March Madness again. So we're not talking about college football. Yeah, it's not no, going to be no, ready no, by college no, football. Not gonna, no, if no, I'm no. sitting in New Jersey, I'm not placing a bet on Rutgers or Princeton or anything like that. You know, no. or okay. But right. uh, the uh, again, this is all March Madness is like the benchmark, like the Super Bowl is. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the benchmarks yeah. that every uh, every sport book shoots for. It's, it's they're, either they're, the start of the NFL season, the uh, Super Bowl, or March Madness. That's it. There's three benchmarks right there: yeah. start of the NFL season, Super Bowl, and March Madness. Uh, going over to Washington State. The only reason I'm mentioning Washington State, we now have the second Native American tribe doing a new compact with the state. Great. It still has to go through all the steps in terms of ratification and federal approval and all that. But I thought it was kind of interesting that the uh, compact will allow betting on professional and collegiate sports as well as Olympic games and esports competitions. That's that's fine. Provided all of that, uh, the esports competitions take place on site at authorized tribal casinos. Hmm. Okay. Now, the way that's phrased, I know I know they meant to say the betting has to occur on the property, <laughs> yeah, not the event, not, not the, the event. event. Okay, so yeah. I I just want to. It was just kind of weird the way that was put out there by the media and a lot of other places. But it's the betting has to be on the tribal lands, which is normal for sure, tribal compacts. Sure, absolutely. Let's get to Ohio. Ohio is in, has introduced SB one seventy six. Now SB does not stand for sports betting. That's a Senate bill. 176. They're proposing 40 three-year licenses for sports betting in wow. the state. Wow. You're talking 20 for Type A, which is the casinos, horse tracks, that sort of existing gaming industry structure. And then another 20 for sports bars and other places that want to offer sports betting on a retail side as well. I got to tell you, Ohio would be such a great sports betting market. It's got two really big cities, Cincinnati and Cleveland. It's It's a lot of sports fans out there. I mean, we were out in um, Sharon, Pennsylvania, which is very close to Ohio. It's right on the border. Yeah, almost. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know 
when there's Sundays in NFL season, it's insane out there. They love their football because, you know, they have the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, and, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's just great sports fans out there, and I think sports betting will do amazing out there. You know, at some point, you you might as well refer to Sharon as Sharon, Ohio. Yeah. The way some of those is it the, that close? It's very close. You're you're only a couple minutes away from Youngstown, you know. which is another big sporting area, especially for college uh, sports. Oh, yeah. oh my! God. Can you imagine if you're on Ohio, the, the the bets on Ohio State and things oh, like yeah. that? Oh, God. Well, we'll see exactly what happens with this bill. It's another bill that everyone was like, "What?" when it came out because they were they weren't expecting this type of bill. Also, one of the other uh, additions to the bill was the Ohio State Lottery will not be running sports betting in the state. They won't be regulating it, uh-huh. but they can apply for a license. Okay. So they can apply for a license, and um, the bill also had electronic bingo in it hmm. to okay. pass e-bingo in the state. I, you know, I got to say, I, I like Kind of like the bingo, because uh, I think I, it's 90-ball bingo here well, in New Jersey. that's different than regular that's bingo. That's different than regular bingo? That's well, they call it 90-ball reg- bingo, and I, I played it a couple times. You can win a lot of money with that. Oh, yeah. No, that that that's a money winner. It's I one mean, of those things where you buy, I think it's like three tickets for like 98 yeah. cents or something like that, and you, you play uh, play a game, and it's you the 90 balls come out, and you see if you win. So. Well, they have a bill now. It's tied in with the sports betting bill, and uh, it's, it's in there doing... Um, Electronic bingo at veterans or fraternal organizations. Okay. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see that. And also, there are, they also have a part of the bill that would study iLottery, online lottery. Hmm, great. So we'll see exactly where all this goes. This is first steps. More more of this, more analysis is going to come out after this is aired anyway. So um, Genius Sports did a deal with FanHub Media to bring up some more free-to-play games on their sportsbook. Great. Sportsbook offerings. Uh, it's all customer acquisition. It's you know they have uh, two new games. Uh, let's see. For, they're going to be bringing in fantasy sports trivia, bracket challenges, pick 'em, polling games, which would complement their uh, traditional sports betting options that they have uh, across the across the world. Really, uh, that was their first acquisition as a public company. Better Collective. We all saw the news. Action. They, they acquired Action Network for $240 million. Um, that's, a, that's, that's a great acquisition. I, I love Action Network. because I have that on my phone, and it, it's just to track my bets. They have such a great feature that tracks your bets through the day. It's, it's fantastic. I love Action Network. Well, we're starting to Good see – better collective. We're starting to see a lot of these deals, you know, doing the content-slash-affiliate marketing way. Yeah. And uh, – it's it's great to see some of these things happen. I, I'm just wondering if the affiliate market is getting winnowed down a little bit. You well, know, you're, you're going to have you know new and smaller areas are going to smaller companies are going to have trouble getting the affiliate piece of the pie. If, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. I yeah. mean, I, there are a lot smarter people than us that are going to be analyzing these deals coming up. So you know, uh, Fanduel uh, did a sports betting and fantasy sports partnership with the Ringer. Uh, they're going to be creating content with the Ringer for the Ringer's website. Mm-hmm. Katana Media acquired lineups.com, which, by the way, lineups.com is kind of an interesting site to take a look at. Have you ever looked at it? I, I have not. It, uh, it's, well, I'll check it out. It's, it's a very interesting uh, content site where they have articles, just like everybody else, podcasts and everything. But they have some interesting takes on some of the stories out there. Great. Great. Um, let's see. Sport Radar um, extended the negotiating window for their uh, acquisition agreement so that they can go public. Okay. They asked for more time. 
uh, let's see, Fox Corporation. This was another interesting one. Uh, acquired Outkick. Okay, good. Uh, Clay Travis's outfit. So that's what it's called, Outkick. I, I know Outkick, the coverage. That's the show. That's the show. So it's called Outkick. Outkick. Okay. All right. The one thing I thought was interesting, uh, Outkick has an exclusive deal with Fan uh, with uh, with Fandle. Okay. And this is all happening at the exact time Fox is actually suing Fandle, or Flutter, I should say, the parent company. All right. All over right. the uh, stock acquisition. Okay. Uh, they've been they've been in, in uh, going back and forth in this arbitration. Uh, they there's uh, Fox is trying to purchase eighteen point five percent of their Fanduel share. That was an option. Okay. And they can't agree on the purchase price. All right. Okay. Yeah, you know, Fox is saying it was at this price, but now that the price is up, well, Fox, you meant, uh, it, Flutter wants to sell it at this price. I mean, I say I see Clay Travis on Fox all the time with I. I, I what is the show? <laughs> the show with the uh, he's Fox the, Bet Live. Fox Bet Live. Okay, that's called Fox Bet Live. Okay, I, it used to be different. Uh, you, yeah, it used to have some other uh, name. What was the name of that? But now it's Fox Bet Live. It's called Fox Bet Live. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chalkline, Chalkline Sports. Uh, Daniel Kostelski's uh, group, great group out there. They're free to play uh, mavens, really. Yep. Uh, they did a deal with the site. Let's see. I see cricket.com. Cricket.com. Right. I couldn't see it in my notes. I don't know where I wrote it. They did a deal with cricket.com to do free-to-play sports betting games for the Cricket League. Okay. For um, the Cricket League? Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> the, the, the sport we're talking about. The cricket. sport, cricket. Okay. Yes. I, I, I could never bet on that because I just don't understand it. I don't even know how they, they time it. I mean, it. it's going to be huge overseas in England and the U.K., but... Um, I, I, someone said those things can last for like days. Yeah. Cricket match can last for days. I don't talk about a futures bet. I, I, I think just, every bet's a futures bet on cricket. You know, when everyone was going out to bars and stuff like that before the pandemic, they had it. I, I was watching cricket at a sports bar because it was just on. I didn't tell them to turn it on, but you know, I was watching, I was tr- trying to understand it in a sports bar with the sound off. And I really just couldn't understand what everyone and they, they play with a wooden ball don't they or something? i have no idea no idea but this is no for the idea. 2021 indian premier league season coming up for cricket okay uh caesars they just announced a partnership with the arizona diamondbacks for sports betting access in arizona they're also going to build a first class sports book and bar concept at the team's home chase field you know soon they're going to just have windows in the stadiums, you know, you go up well, for a beer, you go for a hot dog, and right next door are the uh, betting windows. Why, why not just have that? Well, they have that in DC. the The uh, William Hill Sportsbook in the arena is right there. You go into the arena, they have a set of windows. They have a set of windows, but I mean, like facing. Oh, you mean? I mean, I mean, just like the where you go up and get a beer, or you go up and get a hot dog. Why not just next door, just get a. Uh, you the betting windows. Or, or just it's, have, it's heading toward that. Or just have the concession uh, stands do yeah. combo packages, a beer, hot dog, well, and, I don't a, think and, you're a, gonna, and a sports betting you know, ticket. Or have people Might walk, as well do that. Have people walking around taking bets. Like, you know, they're, uh, <laughs> get your beer here. You can do, uh, <laughs> walk you can do around. All that. Yeah, you, you're going to have somebody like, with a tablet yeah, going around. Yeah, walking around yeah. with a tablet taking your bets. So Printing you out a to, ticket and giving yeah, it back so to the person. Yeah, so you don't have to move. Yeah. Watch, we're saying this. This is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, no. It's definitely going to happen. Um, Let's see. It's going to be a state-of-the-art sports book, sports bar, and broadcast studio in, in in an area called the Game 7 Grill on the Plaza, which is in the stadium itself. So, And it's going to be across the street, supposedly, from the Fandle book at the Phoenix Suns Arena. <laughs> so it's, okay. you're, you're almost starting to see, like, the Philly complexes being mirrored 
in other states where the stadiums are all next to each other. With yeah, no. Sports books. Philadelphia is the only city in this country that has all its uh, sports teams, professional sports teams, playing within the city limits. And they're all in – all the stadiums are in one spot. I mean, they all share parking lots. That's why Philly Live, that new casino with the sports book, what a great spot that's in. You know, boy, you just – Talk about a uh, <laughs> with some of the rooms talk, overlooking the field too. Talk about a great place to tailgate. Last uh, last entry for this week's book report: Sport Radar. Yeah. We just did Sports Radar. This is another sport one. Radar. Sport I keep Radar. Sports Radar. Sport they signed radar. they signed a memorandum of understanding with the General Directorate National Police of Bulgaria. All right. Strategic partnership to maintain sports integrity in the country. Well, good for them. Boy, they're going right to the I think, top. I think that's the first one. That did a deal with a police organization. I guess. So, Boy, I've uh, never heard of it. And that's all the time we have this week for House of Cards. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.